T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ken, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Ken, let's start with NY23. And before we talk about the, the heated primary that's uh, that's shaping up, uh, let's talk about the other candidate, Max Delapia, uh, who has appeared on this show. He's not only running in the November election, but he's also running in the special election. Uh, does he... Does that give him any advantage going into the November election? Well, it helps a bit because he is actively campaigning for that uh, vacant seat. And so uh, he's getting around. The districts don't totally overlap. Uh, the old district and the new district aren't, aren't the same. Um, but it, it, every time the name is mentioned, it certainly helps a candidate. And I, I think uh, it does help to a degree, yes. You know, looking at um, Nick Langworthy and Carl Paladino running for the Republican primary for the uh, November election, someone else is running um, for the special election for the remainder of the old district. Um, but, you know, Nick Langworthy, Carl Paladino, both Buffalo guys. I, I do realize that Nick is from Jamestown, but both Buffalo guys. Does that th- does that hurt them in the southern tier, um, seeing two guys from Buffalo fighting for uh, this primary spot? Well, I think it could a little bit. Um, I think people in the Southern Tier like to take pride in the people that they've sent to Congress. Uh, they've had a long history. Uh, they've had uh, Tom Reed. They've had Amal Houghton. They've had Stan Lundin, all uh, native sons of the Southern Tier and, and representing that area for a long time. Uh, so now you have a guy from uh, from Buffalo, uh, Paladino, and uh, a guy from, uh, I believe he lives in Wheatfield now, uh, Nick Langworthy. Uh, running for a seat that is uh, a few miles away from uh, that district. And uh, Nick claims he has some connections from uh, from growing up there. And uh, Carl uh, will uh, try to attach himself one way or another, too. But it's not the same as being a, a Lundina, a Houghton, or a Reed. You know, looking at this primary, you can't go a, a commercial break, it seems, without seeing a commercial for either uh, Nick or Carl. Uh, but... Looking at this and looking at it play out, we're a few weeks away from the primary. Who right now do you think has the upper hand? Well, uh, I think that, uh, first of all, we have to recognize that this is going to be a very low turnout uh, primary. Uh, This is the second primary of the summer. People uh, not paying attention as much, despite all of those ads. Uh, The ads are being viewed mostly by people who can't vote in that primary because they're either not Republicans or don't live in that district. Uh, so uh, I, I, I think at, th- at this point you have to look at who might turn out in a low turnout uh, election. And I think that the, the, the base of the base, uh, the Republican Party, the uh, part of the party that's 
uh, most identified by, with the uh, the former president, is probably uh, going to have some control in it. And I do think that uh, Carol Palladino uh, relates uh, better to those folks than uh, than Langworthy does. So I I think that there's some advantage to uh, to Carol. Uh, they're, bo- they're both working hard. Carol's got a lot of lot more money. Uh, we only got two more weeks to go, so time is running out. Uh, but I, I, I think things uh, lean in, in Paladino's direction at the moment. Now, with that, once this is over, obviously, if Carl wins, you know, Nick's out of it. What do you think this means for Nick's political future? You know, Nick Langworthy, there's there's uh, articles being written this weekend um, that not only is his spot in the November election up, but this could actually be his career on the line going into the primary. What are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, he, here's a state party chairman uh, running in a primary uh and there's a state election going on. Uh, his job as state chairman is to get the state ticket elected. And uh, uh, he, uh, we'll talk, we can talk about that in a moment. But I think that uh, the, uh, the primary job that Nick has, uh, he's not uh, doing. Uh, he can claim all he wants about doing both jobs. But I'm sure that he's working much harder at running for Congress at the moment. Uh, if, if, he, if, in fact, he does lose, I think that that could boomerang to him the uh, Parties select their leadership, usually in September, but they might postpone it until after the election. But uh, if Langworthy were to lose the election, if the uh, state ticket uh, goes down, then uh, there's certainly not a lot for Langworthy to claim credit for. And I would think there are already people asking for him to get out, and I think they, that might expand. Uh, Nick is a, a young and very talented guy. I don't know where he would go. He might wind up in consulting or something like that, but uh, he, uh, his uh, career in, um, in a party leadership uh, could be over if uh, things don't go his way in the next few weeks. What is the, is it normal for someone who is a party uh, chairman for, you know, county, for a state, if they jump into an election to give up that chairmanship before even the primary? Well, I, I can't think, and I've been around for a while with these with politics around here. I can't think of an, an example that matches what's going on with Langworthy right now. We've had uh, party chairmen who were elected officials, but they, uh, in most cases, were elected officials before they got to be party chairs. Uh, here's a guy who uh, just went strictly from party leadership into a candidacy, and so I, I think that it's a it's an unusual situation, and it's not going to probably uh, uh, work out well if he can't deliver on on the things that he's supposed to be doing. You know, Ken, you talked about, um, on on your website, you talked about Palladino dodging uh, the debates, really dodging the media, uh, but that might actually be working in his favor. Yeah, well, I'm sure that Carol and and the folks who are advising him are a little nervous. Uh, He he tends sometimes to, uh, to go off on a tangent. Uh, the tangents are, can be pretty nasty sometimes, uh, and uh, I, so they, they want to prevent that. Uh, it's it's uh, not even the Rose Garden strategy that people used. It's uh, keeping them uh, uh, close to the vest, uh, keeping them in, in contained uh, uh, con- uh, activities. Uh, there is only two weeks to go. I don't think that there's going to be any debates. Uh, nothing's been scheduled, uh, like, unlikely to happen now. And I would expect that he's going to continue doing what he's doing. He's basically, uh, he thinks he's ahead. He may be. And uh, I think he's just trying to run out the clock. 
Now, another election that's happening in November is the uh, gubernatorial uh, race. And Ken, is there anything you have seen uh, at this point when it comes to polling uh, on the gubernatorial race that would say that Kathy Hochul's in any type of trouble? No. Uh, the, the polls, the two polls that are most recently out, uh, showed her above 50 percent, uh, both uh, with uh, 14 or 16 percent leads, uh, heavy leads in New York City, uh, where a good chunk of the vote is. Uh, and I, I think that she's in a pretty good position. Uh, when we lost, last saw financial reports uh, in mid-July, uh, uh, Hochul had about uh, almost $12 million in, in her accounts, uh, uh, Zeldin had uh, less than two. Yeah, I'm sure they're raising more money now, but he's not going to keep up with her. And uh, soon, uh, maybe by Labor Day or even before that, we'll start see, uh, seeing the torrent of uh, commercials for that race, maybe perhaps after the uh, August 23rd primary. So, but I, at the moment, I, I think uh, Hochul's in a, in a pretty good position. Uh, she talks about uh, never running as anything but an underdog, and I I think that's the way she's going to continue to approach it. But uh, certainly things are looking in her favor at the moment. Uh, anything that you would see that, that could be a scare for Kathy Hochul? Anything that could come up? Or do you think, I mean, it's New York State. Uh, she has a pretty easy road to the November election. No, well, uh, you know, in politics, things can change on a dime. So uh, I hesitate to say nothing can happen. Uh, but you have to look at what uh, she's gone through. Uh, she was thrown into that office with little preparation uh, when uh, Cuomo left last August. Uh, she's dealt with uh, the COVID issues. Uh, uh, many of their decisions were uh, decisions that not everybody agreed with, but she uh, toughed it out. Uh, she went through a little problem with the uh, lieutenant governor uh, and managed to get through that. Uh, uh, she... Uh, Downstate, they talk a little bit about uh, the Bills Stadium, but uh, I don't see that as an issue that uh, more than 10 people in uh, downstate are going to actually think about when they go to the polls. So uh, things, some things could happen, uh, but I don't see anything on the horizon that's really going to present a challenge. We're, we're basically down to, to about 90 days now. Now, uh, we're going to have Councilmember Ulysses Wingo on at 11 to talk about the public meeting that was held this week. But, you know, this uh, Common Council redistricting, it, it passed the Common Council. It's awaiting uh, Mayor Byron Brown's uh, approval or disapproval. Uh, but a lot of people in the city not too happy with the redistricting. Ken, what do you think the chances the mayor disapproves this? Uh, I think it's highly unlikely that he'll disapprove it. Uh, I, I think... Uh, for the most part, he and the council uh, work pretty tightly together, and so I, I think that uh, he'll uh, follow the rules. He's at his public hearing, and uh, he'll follow the rules as far as the timing of uh, his announcement. But uh, I would be very surprised if he vetoed the uh, the selection. Uh, he's uh, in league with the council, uh, and and also likely, uh, although it would be four years off, uh, unlikely that he he would go for a sixth term. So he doesn't have to worry about the politics of it either. It it, it is a, a few years off, Ken. But you know, people uh, people like to start talking uh, right after someone's won their election. And the, the the talk is, if Mayor Byron Brown doesn't run for that sixth term, uh, you have people who have you know stated they want to run. Ken, I know it's way far off, but if you had to put two or three names of people that you would think would throw their uh, name in for Mayor of Buffalo. 
the next election, who do you think uh, that would be? Well, the uh, both of the uh, state senators representing Buffalo now, uh, Tim Kennedy and Sean Ryan, probably have an interest in the office. Uh, there may be a, a councilman uh, that might want to take a shot at it. I, I don't know whether uh, Ms. Walton would run again. Uh, but the uh, the 800-pound uh, gorilla in the whole uh, conversation is the fact that Senator Kennedy already has over $2 million in a campaign account. He doesn't need it to get reelected uh, this year, probably won't need it to get reelected in, in 2024 to the Senate. Uh, so, And he's raising money at a clip where he's adding a half a million, $600,000 every six months or so. Uh, so he's going to have an overwhelming amount of money. And I think that that probably would keep most folks from even thinking about running. And uh, as, if Senator Kennedy uh, is inclined to run for mayor, uh, he, it would be the odds on favorite, uh, even this far out. Again, uh, we were talking about we, we can't totally project uh, what will happen in the next 90 days for the gubernatorial election. So going out on a limb for uh, something that's uh, three and a half years uh, from now is, is really a stretch. But uh, the, uh, the, the bankroll that uh, the senator has pr- uh, pr- put together is certainly going to be intimidating for anybody else who might want to run for, uh, for mayor. Ken, before we let you go, you do write for politicsandstuff.com. That's your website. Uh, you know, preseason, first preseason Bills game is on Saturday. But let's talk about the regular season. What are you predicting from this Buffalo Bills team in 2022? Uh, well, I'm predicting a Super Bowl. I, uh, I think that they might lose three or four games because um, <clears throat> things happen during the season. But, uh, you know, they're, 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 the team is put together pretty well. Josh Allen, I think, is the star quarterback of the league uh, uh they still they have to look over their shoulder a little bit because uh miami uh might creep up uh, belichick uh, works miracles sometimes uh, but uh i think they're the the cream of the crop uh, i i think that they're uh, they're going to go to the super bowl i think they're going to win the super bowl this time ken i hope you're right i uh, appreciate you joining me this sunday morning look forward to talking to you again soon thank you very much take care T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.